0: Hey friends, Asher Whitmer here with Unfeigned Christianity, back again with a review of my book Live Free. We're going to be taking 20 days to just go through each chapter and review it. It's been four years since I published it. If you have have a copy, I invite you to pull it out and, and go through it with me. Maybe you've read it already and you have some thoughts and you want to interact with me on it. Maybe you haven't read it and this is your chance to to finally read it. If you don't have a copy just hop on over to Amazon, there's a link below this video and you can get your own copy as well. Although I will let you know that over Black Friday I'm going to be running a really good deal on the book, the Kindle version and we'll be releasing the audiobook also. So last time we looked a little bit why I'm doing this. And if you didn't see that video, go ahead and watch that one. That's also linked below. But we we reviewed the introduction and just kind of some general thoughts about the book. This In this video, I'm going to review chapter one, which the title is The Day Every Man Wishes He Could Undo. Kind of the, the whole goal that I wanted to capture in this first chapter which is interesting there's 20 chapters in this book and I wrote this first chapter very early on in the whole project I think everything else in the book was written I don't know probably five to six times like rewritten edited rewritten and I'm pretty sure this first chapter is pretty much original like there's very little some editing stuff but it's not like I rewrote it it's just kind of interesting how that turned out in the whole project it the, the chapter came to me at one time i believe it was late fairly late at night it may have been in the morning i kind of forget but um just i just remember sitting and kind of pounding it out And the whole goal the whole aim that i was trying to to show or depict is in my own journey growing up i would go places that there would be small groups and so forth where we would talk about sexual purity we would talk about morality and Someone would share, maybe a guest speaker was brought in or something, and he'd kind of share a story, share his journey. But and it was a good testimony. People would talk about the things they've struggled with and how they've overcome. But I always had this nagging question: "It's like, yeah, but you haven't done what I did, have you?" And we're gonna get into it. Like this is chapter one; is just kind of the beginning. There's gonna be some other things, even even some more current things to the time of my writing and as an adult, not just a teenager anymore. But in the first chapter, I wanted to kind of totally set the stage. Like, We're not going to talk in vague terminology. We're going to get like very real in the type of stuff I was in. And so that was my goal in writing in how I wrote this first chapter. Now, interestingly, I had at least two, maybe three people. I think I had Five or six guys, kind of close around me, review the book before I publish it. Like read the manuscript, and there were two people who, who expressed that maybe. Well, actually, I don't. I don't remember if they th- said specifically to my my book. I I sort of think they had some examples in my book, but I can't remember it right offhand. But I remember them talking about how there were other books on moral purity that were so descriptive and vivid that it actually caused them to struggle. For instance, uh, one of them talked about how one book introduced him to masturbation and he had never struggled with masturbation before. And so because of that advice, I toned it back a little bit. Now, it's interesting as I was reading through it, listening through it this time, I was like, oh, wow, like (laughs) I forgot how blunt I was and just kind of how much I put it out there. And this is the toned back version of it. But one of the things that a lot of people have said after toning it back, still trying to get that feel of like, I'm not, I don't want anybody reading this thinking like, yeah, but you haven't done what I did. Um, after the publishing, a lot of people have told me, and I haven't kept track how many people, I know at least a handful of people, five, six people have said they really appreciated how specific I was and yet it wasn't overly done. It wasn't overly specific. So I don't know. I would love to hear. How do you feel like that was handled? Does it cause... I do not want anybody to struggle as a result of what they read in this book. Um, I know some guys, some guys I have mentored I gave the book to them, and and they talked about how they got to certain parts, and they were like, "Man, I don't, I don't want to, like it's weird to think of you, my mentor, talk having these thoughts or, or thinking about some of these things or doing some of these things." And so then they stopped the book, and I don't know if that's a if that's a unique thing to people I've mentored, or if it's something you thought about, I keep telling them, I said, hey, you should, you should read the whole thing, see how it turns out, because <laughs> it doesn't end there. Well, the story is a progression. I very much wanted to kind of take the reader on a journey and not just like have blocked sections where I'm dealing with certain aspects. Like there are some somewhat cliffhangers and that's on purpose. Like I want you to kind of sit in the struggle or the uncomfortability of even being so raw and we're gonna unpack like some of the things I talked about. How um, looking at pornography and even masturbating like it felt good. And we get into this stuff not because like nobody says, "Hey, this is gonna cause all kinds of shame and years of bondage." We get into it because it it feels good, and we maybe we don't even really know why. Like we're just instantly like keep coming back and we're going to get into that in later like chapters five through seven we're going to unpack a lot of this but it's because it's feeding us something our psyche is looking for it's giving us something and so I wanted to to kind of remind us of that you know and, and almost have like this conflict going on inside of us that like wow this is yeah that's that's how it was. It, it did feel kind of good. It was like this pleasurable experience. Um, because if you knew how dark it was, you would have ran right away, right? <laughs> like no, any of you struggling with lust right now, if you knew the the bondage and the shame that it would bring, you would have ran the other way. Um, and But it didn't bring that right away. And that's why you're struggling, and we want to dive into that and unpack that and figure out like what's going on. And so that's why I start out that way. Obviously, there's my story is unique. I did grow up in a fairly sheltered Christian home, and so it was in the context of the internet filter being turned off, and I go and and um, look up naked women because I had heard that's what pornography meant, and I was curious what that looked like. And some guys you may be watching this now and and your experience is far more graphic like was actually interacting with someone physically and, and so I know that that there's gonna be these these thoughts of shame and and questions like can I be forgiven this is I've done really bad things but the whole goal the, the stage I want to set is that we're not gonna disguise anything. we're not gonna, we're not going to pretend like somehow it wasn't as bad as it really was. I'm not trying to be a hero here and promote like, oh, look at me as a good example. Rather, I'm just going to be very real about the struggles I've dealt with in hopes that you will be fully convinced that you've not done anything too bad for the grace of God and that you feel safe to be real as well. That's That was the whole goal of kind of setting up the chapter that way. I would love to hear how does chapter 1 land on you if you've read the book if you haven't read the book i you know i'd love feedback based on what you see in this video and just the review but um i would i would love to hear yeah was that done well um does it cause struggle and yeah how can how can we create a place of safety for guys to open up and tear back those those layers those thoughts of like yeah, but you haven't done what I did. And, and this distancing from even God, because we're not sure he can quite forgive what we've done. Nothing is beyond the reach of Jesus. And we're going to look at that in the whole book. So until tomorrow, we're going to look at chapter two. Thanks for watching.